host Todd Bailey joining me on the podcast tonight. Brett, the IT guru. And Wade Copson on Pots and Pans. That's right. What a week it has been. It's a scorcher here in the southeast of Queensland. God's own country, as we like to call it here in the great land of Australia, Ginge. It's been hot, hasn't it? It has been. And, 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 and only to be getting worse. Yeah, they reckon we're in for a massive heat wave over the weekend. And uh, Brett's got a pool. I reckon yeah. we'll go around to Brett's place. Son of a bitch. It should be ready by then. Got should, any, should be. You got any yeah. hot neighbours? Uh, no. Yeah, because they're all sweating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ba-dum bum ching. Thank you very much, That's ladies some, and gentlemen. Some dry Aussie humour right dr- there. I dropped the dry, the dry uh, <laughs> humour. Did you? First on the uh, It's all right. Podcast. Todd just kicked the podcast table. <laughs> um, let's set the scene for you tonight, folks. We're sitting in the wonderful uh, on, on location here at Kaboom Comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got the aircon on, so thank God, because otherwise we'd be just a pool of sweat. That's right. Yep. But the main thing we have on the table is a bottle of Devil's Cut 90 Proof. Now, that is going to open up some <laughs> tongues tonight on the podcast. I, I was just going to say, do we need to uh, to uh, have the little siren and go, bing, bing, not a sponsor of <laughs> yeah. this podcast? No, it's all right, because uh, we don't care about that kind of thing. Okay. What a big week it's been. You and I, big fella, headed off to Briz 31. We did we, indeed. Uh, we had a tour of the studios. We got to meet the fantastic Scott Black down there. He's, he's the guy who runs... Digital 31. Uh, Digital 31 Digital now. Digital 31, that's right. They've had a name change. And he hosts the, the Late Night Show mm-hmm. on uh, on Bruce 31. Uh, sorry, Digital 31. I'll always call it Bruce 31. I'll never change. I, th- I think everyone will. Uh, but it was great. We got to go down there and... Uh, Geekspeak was on Geekspeak the Late Night Show cool. being interviewed. Yeah. Um, so it, was, it wasn't us. It was uh, Amanda on there. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it was great. That's already gone to air, but you'll be able to find it on YouTube, I'm sure. That's right. But uh, we had a look through their facilities. Got some ideas for, uh, for our facilities up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just great. It was a nice chance to network and meet some 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 new people. And you guys are making lots of new friends we're these ma- days. We're making lots of friends. <laughs> um, they were really pleased with uh, the stuff that we've given them. So that's going to air. What's that next week, Ginge? The ninth. The ninth is it? Well, so that's that, not next that's, week. That's the week after, isn't it? That, um, I don't know. By the time this hits the uh, by the time this hits the, the 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 what do you call it the net. It'll probably be next week. Um, so you keep an eye out if you're in Brisbane, Bris Thirty One, Digital Thirty One down there. Pick it up, um, watch it. See what is it? I think it's what is it seven thirty at night? Uh, seven seven thirty? Uh, yeah, on a Thursday night. On a Thursday awesome. night. So uh, pick it up. It's it's airing in TVS. Season two is already on TVS in Sydney. Um, it kicks off in Melbourne and New, uh, Melbourne and Adelaide very soon, and the New Zealand stations. If you're a, a New Zealand listener, well, that was awesome at Supernova. Actually, running into some people that watch it down in Sydney. That that's was right. Really they watch cool. it on, on TVS down there, so that's fantastic. We got to meet the lovely uh, Claire. The, uh, the was it the Game of Vixen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that we met her at Supernova. We've made contact since. She's actually about to appear on Spawn Point tomorrow. Tomorrow she does a well, segment well, on Spawn Point. When you hear this, it'll be last week. W- last week. Um, yeah. We're coming to you from the future. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Claire has agreed to do some stuff with us next year, so keep an eye out. In 2013, we'll be uh, working with Claire. She was she, a big, she's a big cosplayer. Uh, very big. She's got some awesome cosplay. Head along to her website, Ginge. What's it called? The it's, VixenGamer.com. Um, com. Yep. There's no AU after it, is oh, it? It's just no, dot com. No. There you go. Check, check it out. Some one, she's writing a, a zombie novel at the moment. So mm-hmm. good on you, Claire. And uh, make sure you go along and hit like on her Facebook page. Actually, as well this for the week she was, she was really upset with the uh, Channel 10 television show, The Project. Because yeah. apparently there was uh, a segment on the project. About where, cosplay. Yeah, and when they come back to the studio, the uh, host of the program pretty much bagged the shit of, out of Took the cosplay and yep. anyone who does it. And uh. that, which really irks me because, you know, the amount of time people put in their cop- costumes, 
for these. Um, <laughs> I was about to say something else uh, for these these events. It's just it's breathtaking, and they, they you know they they spend a fortune on it. They put a lot That's of time right. into it. Good on them, I say, for having the guts to go out and dress up and you know just go and look at some of the pictures of, of, of what Claire is dressed up as. Rogue from the X Men, mm-hmm. um, female uh, assassin from uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, she's done some Resident Evil Resident ones as Evil. well. Um, there's a couple on there of, of her as a Darth uh, uh, a Sith. A Sith, sorry, like a Sith, and uh, they're just themselves. phenomenal. Like you wouldn't know it's her. It's amazing. So I uh, said, so go along, give some love to the page there for Claire. It's the uh, the Vixen Gamer Ginge, and she's also available on Facebook. That's right. So a bit of a shout out there. Um, but anyway, our trip to Brisbane, we got to go shopping. You and I, big fella, we did. All right, I went, I meant to go get a new pair of cons, Brett, because I'm 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 rocking the cons nowadays. And the connies that you've got at the moment are kind of. Uh Burning some turf. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> nearly every day to work. Um, but anyway, we got to go there. Then my mate Ginge took me somewhere special I'd never been before in Brisbane. <laughs> hey, 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 don't stop the conversation <laughs> right there. Don't, everyone's going to go, did you go to the Wickham? No, we didn't. But we, you did take me to the Pancake Palace. Pancake Palace. Uh, pa- Pancake Manor. Manor. Sorry. Oh, cool. I had never been there. And I'll tell you what, if you want the best pancakes in your mm. life, go along to, to somewhere like that. That is amazing. It was good. It was a good lunch, wasn't it? It was, yeah, we had, it was a late lunch. <laughs> Ginger's like, you know, they do nachos. And I'm like, I just want fucking pancakes. Yeah. You've <laughs> pancake place, I want fucking pancakes. I had the, like, was it chocolate? They had chocolate uh, cream and ganache. And, oh, and the actual God. pancakes were chocolate. I didn't realise that you actually get pan- pa- chocolate, chocolate pancakes. pancakes. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Not just pancakes with chocolate, like, uh, to- uh, topping or cho- no, chocolate sprinkles chocolate, in it. Like, the batter chocolate, chocolate through them. Chocolate yeah. batter, yeah. Oh, oh man. awesome. I couldn't finish them. I'm a lightweight when it comes to... I couldn't finish them, um, but they were that good. That, and so we, yeah. we had a good day out Wednesday, so studio I, I, tour, I, all that kind yeah, of Yeah, I, I tell you what, it, it was good to get away from, you know, the... The, uh, the hustle and bustle, the of, work hustle and bustle of work and, yeah, just be able to, uh, yeah, take it easy for a while. Yeah, it was a bit of a road trip for you and I, uh, but good things coming out of it. We've got some special uh, TV episodes in the planning for next year and uh, you'll definitely see on Briz 31 and probably a lot of the other stations as well. It was really nice to hear from Briz 31 to, uh, for them to say to us, or Digital 31 to say to us, that they're, they're loving the quality of our work too, man. Loving it. It's That's great to good. Hear some like, feedback. Yeah, yeah. And we hope you, the fans, are enjoying it as well. Now, kicking along, Brett, we'll quickly get on to, to Skyfall. You went on last yep. week's podcast. I couldn't say much about it last week because Steve Wilson, our special guest last week, yep. hadn't been long to see it. So He failed. Yeah, well, he's, he's been to so I've caught up with him in the meantime. Yeah. And he loved it. Uh, yeah. Brett. I've been to see it a second time. You've seen it twice yeah. now? Is, does it hold up the second time around? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Good. See, do you, I know you're not a Bond fan. You don't like Daniel Craig's no, Bond. I, 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 I just, yeah. My, my, the whole my, ball, him getting his balls hit in, in Casino <laughs> Royale, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the wicker chair. Yeah. Oh, you're not, and you're and, and, and to be honest, that's what it feels like when people are talking during a movie now at the what, moment. Yeah. That you're getting hit in the balls? Yeah, yeah. I'm worried. Th- that same sort of feeling is what I get when people talk during a, a movie. Okay, and, fair enough. And now it seems to be, yeah, the it norm. It seems to be commonplace, doesn't mm. it? But yeah, no. I think people are still thrown by the fact that he's not dark-haired and he's blonde. But I, I, it doesn't worry me. Like I, um, Trevor, who works here at Kaboom. Now Trevor's uh, he's got quite a few years on us. Trevor has seen every single Bond film on the cinema screen since they've come out. That, we need to make man. a T-shirt for him. We do, yeah, like Ultimate Bond fan or something like that. I've seen them all I've seen in, them all cinema. in, in the, the cinema. In the cinema, he uh, since he was a kid, like a little kid, he's, he's gone along. You know, every time Bond films come out, he's seen it on the big screen. Yep. He's, he's got all the novels, everything else. Wow. And I said to him, he went this morning, okay? Went yep. along, watched it this morning, because he likes to wait for the crowd to die down. Uh, he, he came in, I said, what did you think? And he said, it was as if Ian Fleming had written that movie himself. Wow. And he said it was so true to the character of what you know, Ian Fleming envisioned Bond as, James yep. Bond, 007. 
And he said it was just perfect. Now, there's a guy who has watched every single film, read all the books. Wow. And he has said it's just amazing. It was his favourite film thus far. Wow. So, and, that, and, and, and I'll be honest, Trevor's not the kind of guy to buy into hype or anything like that. No, yeah, no, no, not at all. It'll be cool to see if they can like keep on doing it. I know... That's expectations, but... If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, because we are going to talk a, a little bit about uh, some of the things there. Okay, Ginge, um, they've said it a little bit like... I think I hinted at it last week. A bit like Batman Begins. Yeah. The whole thing of, you know, at the end of it, it sets it up for, for like a future franchise or future generation to come in and, and play with it. Okay. At the end of this one, they in- reintroduce Moneypenny. Yep. Um, a new M. So, Rafe, Rafe, Ralph... How do you pronounce it? What, what Rafe Fines. Rafe, Rafe Fines. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? Really? Like he's, he's the new M. He's the new M. Yep. So yep. in it, he is, uh, he's like a parliamentarian or something like that. Yeah. He works for the what government. What happened to Judy Dench? She dies. What? She, she yeah. dies. Um, through, through her own means or through... No, no, no. She, she, uh, Bond just wasn't able to, to save her and she, she ends up getting like he tries to, but um, she, she, you know, she, she ends up dying after... Uh, what's the guy? Silver, isn't it? Is the, um, yeah, after he bites it. Yeah. So, but anyway, so they replaced. Cavalier Bourdain. They replaced. They got a new Q. A new guy playing Q. Yeah, a young yeah, bloke. He's pretty young cool. Bloke, and, and the in the part, trailer, in the, yeah. he, he almost looks like Moss. He did a little bit, yeah, from the <laughs> IT crowd. Um, but the best part is, it's not all about the gadgets again. So mm. he comes up and he, and he uh, was it a Walter PPK yeah. pistol, and, and Bond's like, Which is James Bond's gun. He's like, is that all it is? And he goes, well, it's part, you know, palm coated to your print, so it's more a personal statement than a yep. thing. And it's just simple, nice little stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, that's good, because Bond, like, there's this bit in when, when they go back to his ancestral home in Scotland, right? Yep. And he knows he's going to get attacked. So there's him, M, because he's got her with him to try, uh, she's, he's trying to protect her. And Kincaid. Kincaid, which yeah. is like the family groundskeeper mm-hmm. uh, who's looking after the house. They go through, and they, it's so old school. Like, he's like, we know we're going to get attacked. Let's set the house up. So M goes through, and she gets the bulbs what, out what, of the chandelier. Why, why am I like all home of a, alone. Yeah, why am I all of a sudden <laughs> picturing Macaulay Culkin in a James Bond uh, movie? Well, it's, it's a little bit like that. But anyway, uh, only more adult. So <laughs> anyway, Daniel M- Sterns and Joe Pesci rock up as well. <laughs> no. And there's no house left at the end. Half, <laughs> halfway through the movie, there's a... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you do that so well. Slaps his um, face with the alcohol. Yeah, M's taken out the bulbs and she puts like um, shrapnel, like little bags of shrapnel and, and screws them in with like um, sh- shotgun shells isn't yeah. it? into the chandelier. So when someone flicks it, they're all going to explode and sh- uh, send shrapnel all okay. around the room to take out a bunch of people. They were awesome they put weapons. Shotgun shells, they drill holes under some yeah, of the under floorboards. Under the floor, yeah, so when you step on so it. So when you step on it, on the board, it'll, the shotgun shells will go off and blow the board up and everything else. And the, Would that really work? Well, I don't know. It's a Bond film, maybe. Um, I think it would if you put the right pressure in the right it'd spot. Have to be, it'd have to be we quick. We don't endorse you putting shotgun shells under floorboards, okay, here on Geek Speak Let's Live. go Mythbusters. Woo! Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they, do the, and like, so they go old school. Yeah. They're defending the house with these, these kind of methods. Okay. Really good film. Like I say, head along. Check it out. If you haven't seen Sky, Bond, you know, new Bond, Skyfall, do it. And Daniel Craig, he's, he's my Bond. Like, he is the guy that I think... He signed him for another three films. Thank God for that. Because really? At the moment, he's I can't He's going to be see, old. Yeah, but they play that up in the film. Yeah. It's kind of like he's an old dog. Like she, uh, Money uh, Penny's shaving him in Macau, and he goes, she, she goes, "Now you look the part." And he goes, "What part's that?" And she goes, "Old dog." New tricks. New tricks. So they're playing it up there because in the books, Bond was not a young agent. Okay. Bond has always been a guy who's close to the end of his like career. career. Like he's an older agent. He's experienced. He uses his charisma instead of yeah. So that's what, and they're now working towards that. So okay. that's what they've set from Casino Royale to now. They've kind of set that up, and so he's now become like he's doing a physical in it before they let him yeah. go back <laughs> to the field. M covers the results because he actually failed, mm-hmm. he, and, and yeah, he's not fit to go back into the field. But she's like, 
he's ready to go back out and kick it's some ass. It's her decision so, at decisions. the end of the day. So, okay. And she hides those reports. So Right. It's good. Go along, check it out. Tell us what you think on the Facebook page. Skyfall. I loved it. Guess what I opened this week? Haven't had a chance to see it yet. Hopefully we might in the next week or so. Red Dawn, the remake with uh, yeah. Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah, there. it should be good. Your sisters were going to see that tonight, weren't they? They were. Lucky buggers. We're sitting here doing a podcast. They're watching a movie. Yeah. I, um... It's 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 supposed to be a big American flag flying film, right? Mm-hmm. And yet Chris Hemsworth is in it, <laughs> the, 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 the Aussie, the, an Aussie. The an, the the Sheila that's in it is an Aussie. The Sheila that was in uh, Transformers Two, she's in it. She was that that character in Transformers where she was the the, the transforming lady. Oh yep. yeah, ah, yes, you know, the, the Sheila that was very orange. That's right. <laughs> so, what, so what is it? This uh, the, it's not the Russians now, is it? It's like China, it's isn't it? Like Korea or something North like Korea, that. Yeah. It's something like I don't think I'm not sure if they actually give them a, a name definitive. Country. Is that a bit like what was that Australian one? The day the um, day before the war or, uh, or whatever it was. Tomorrow when the war began. Yeah, yeah that, that was it. they never named the, the invading. Well. F- they never named That's the invading right. force, do they? In that. It I seems that so. it's in Indonesia because they're invading Australia, but they never actually name... That, that's right. Because yeah. they don't want to piss the market off in Indonesia by going, <laughs> look, we've made Indonesians evil in I, the film. I really loved the original Red Dawn film with Charlie Sheen. I have it on DVD. I bought it last year. Charlie Sheen you were and... You um, when I bought that. Uh, Patrick Swayze's Patrick in it. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, he's dead now. I'm, um, Charlie no. Sheen's career's dead. Oh, you reckon? Quickly speaking of that, um, see, the, what, there was Angus T, whatever his name uh, was. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, the, the kid off... Two and a half men. The came half. Out, the yeah. half, half man. He came out this week and he, he, he's a... On YouTube. Again, he's a born again Christian. He came out and absolutely ranted about the show. He said, don't watch it. It's absolute filth. Um, don't rot your brain by watching it. Oh, does he still have a job? Well, I'm not sure. I think at the end of the week he backed down a little bit. They said he was under a lot really? of stress or something like that. That might be just the... the That's um, a publicist the trying, publicist to, cover trying to cover it up. But yeah, so he did. He came out and had a blast. And he, and, um, he said, it's absolute filth. Don't watch it. So. Don't watch it because you're helping the other side... Yeah. What's Does he mean the other the devil side? Or? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't know the Sith had arrived. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess the thing is that he, he's this born again Christian, so he's 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 really at that moment where he's really sort of I guess flying a flag. Yeah, yeah. flying the flag for them. So because yeah. what is he? Twenty nineteen twenty something. Like sure. He's still I'm, only I'm young. old enough sure to know better. Yeah. Well, they, well they, they think of the paycheck. Isn't, isn't he? He's getting something like a million dollars an episode. I'll be something pretty pretty phenomenal. Because Charlie Sheen was getting something like four. What per episode? Yeah. No wonder, I'm sure could, of it. no wonder he could tell, tell Chuck Law to go get bent and walk away from wow. him. He's probably got a packet, tidy packet under the bed. But I would. Yeah, that I packet contains other things. Tiger's blood. I would have considered. What Angus done worse than what Charlie did? Yeah, you, know? you reckon? Like Charlie come out and he said he had a shot at the creator. Yeah, I'm sick to death of you guys pulling the piss out of me. Yeah, you know he didn't say you've got a shit show. Yeah, yeah. like like this Angus did. Yeah, yeah. and plus like he had um, something to bring to the show. Yeah, before the show. This kid that's right. Was yeah. nothing until he he went on the yeah. show. Essentially, yeah, he owes um, everything to the show. That's yeah. right. There you go. So that's what we've been watching. And a quick thing, uh, Walking Dead Season 3, up to Episode 7. Quite good to watch it this week. Yeah. The one that comes out when this goes to air, which we, uh, so, you know, we'll say this week's episode, which is number 8, is the finale for the mid It's the, going into a mid-season break. They're going uh, on, on hiatus, hiatus for so Christmas. Like they do. And it's not back until the 10th of February. So Die Hard Zombie Fiends, you're going to have to find something else to watch 
in the meantime. That's what uh, Revolution has done as well. What, mid-season break? Revolution uh, had like maybe four episodes and are now going on a really big hiatus. Yep. Yeah. People are going to forget about that show. I, four oh, episodes, is, four episodes honest, is enough well, to get what, an audience. What's that? Pretty much it's two months now uh, as of, yeah, like when, when this goes to air. It'll be two months until we see the next episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. That's a long break, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you can understand two, maybe if they left it and went two weeks over Christmas, yeah. you can understand it. The fact that they are going, um, f- you know, uh, eight weeks, essentially, yeah. it's a long time, two yeah. months. Have you episodes. been watching Revolution? No, I haven't. Oh, okay, yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, really? there you go. That's uh, not a ringing endorsement at all. Yeah, no, I, it looked all right. It looks okay, but it, it become a show about walking places. Well, there you go. Lord of the Rings all over again. Pretty much. The Hobbit premiered over in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Kate Blanchett took her kids, and people are questioning, is it a movie for kids? Uh, but apparently she had no problems taking her younger children to the Hobbit movie. So they the probably premier. couldn't see it behind the pile of money she was paid. So <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, but apart from that, we've heard no proper reviews yet. So uh, what's it, another two weeks away until we see it here in Australia? Or It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'll go and see it. I went and saw The Lord of the Rings yeah, uh, on the big yeah. screen, so I'll have to go along and check this out. We could out. all be extras as hobbits. I'm t- we, we're too tall for hey, hobbits, are we? <laughs> I haven't got big hairy feet or anything like that, thank you. I've, I've, I've got a big are hairy back. Got... Yeah, well, That's about as far as it is. I'm sorry, George. I'm agreeing I, with you here. I, I'm not, I, you know. I could be a cave troll. Just take my shirt off. <laughs> I walk around walk hey. around with my shirt off and just go, right with, in there. With the beards we've got, you and I would be more like the, the dwarves. Yeah, the, the, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, where do they come from in Lord of the Rings mythology? Mordor? No. No. Something, like something get, home or something. We're going to get persecuted. Yeah, we're, oh, we are so bad. We there you fail go. at Tolkien. Make sure you up us on the Facebook page. We will take our The Mines of Moria. Mines of Moria. That's it? Yeah. No, isn't that where they all go and die? Oh, fuck. I don't know. It's all confusing. I don't know, man. I... Do your golem. Just get us out of the loop by doing golem. <laughs> I love it when you do that. It sounds like you're choking on a load of something. <laughs> Trying to cough it up. Even though you've got a pubic hair stuck in your back of the back You know, it'd be funny. No. Okay, stop that. Okay, can I just be honest? I've got the phone on silent here. Yep. Uh, Facebook is just sending me crazy notifications of people hitting stuff on the fa- on the Geekspeak Facebook page as we are talking. That's so there cool. you go. Uh, remember, if you want to head along to Ginge, where's the the Geekspeak Facebook page? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. Make sure you head along there. Interact with us on there. You certainly can. We will get back to you if you post questions and stuff like that. We love having a chat to our fans. Don't and we? and uh, th- uh, this week we uh, tried something different. We tried to go back and emulate one of the, our favourite television shows. Yeah. Good news week. We did. And we thought, you know what, we, we need to get the word out about the podcast because not many people, uh, like a lot of people watch the YouTube, YouTube videos, yep. Yep. but not a lot of people realise we do the podcast, podcast as well. Podcast as well. Oh, we've got good numbers on our podcast, but we're like, well, compared to our YouTube videos and, and TV crowd, mm. we want to get it up a little bit more, get people listening, especially people who, you know, like 18 and plus, who want to hear a bit of uh, us just rambling rubbish and talking about movies and stuff That's like right. that. Because, so, you know, obviously if you're listening to this, you know it's uncut. We do swear a little bit on here and... Um, and we talk about general things that we poopy can't, pants. We can't talk about it on on TV a lot of the time. That's right. So, or even on uh, YouTube because you know we've got a lot of uh, people who let their kids watch the YouTube videos and stuff like that. So. Plus, you can get this out much quicker than a. The information uh, your, is able to be able to publish straight yeah. out. So make sure you do head along um, and tell your friends to listen in as well. Just. Be careful listening to it at work because there's a couple of people we do know. They pop the earphones in. They work in an office environment and they say they get the funniest looks from people. They'll be sitting there and next week they'll start cacking themselves out laughing and they're like, that's fucking funny. And then they turn around and everyone in the office space is just staring at them. <laughs> I'm like, 
the fuck is he smoking? <laughs> so there you go. Check it out. Perfect for the car. Yeah, yeah. Pop it in the car. You'll be laughing. No, the way. fuck it. W- listen to it. <laughs> listen to it at the bank. Play it in church. <laughs> you know, Wait, while you're waiting for the preacher to get ready on a Sunday, yeah. just crank it up. Just, just, just with one plug in one ear. Yeah. And the other plug. And get, giggle down. when he's telling you about how D- Jesus died on the cross. Just have a little giggle and snort oh. at Jin saying. Cunt or something like that. Oh. oh, we said the c word. We're not allowed to say that. That's that's the one time for the next few weeks that we'll say it. Okay. But yeah, I used to make John at work listen to it. Your minion. Yeah. I you made to, him. He yeah. used to strap him into a chair, an office chair at work, and play it on loudspeaker on loop. Pretty ha- much. Used to have li- used to have little springs that he puts in his ears so he actually has to listen to it. We had code words in there. So now when John listens to us, all he hears is "kill pussy cat kill." <laughs> <laughs> sit, what, Ubu, sit. What did Good he dog. think? He he, he he hadn't hadn't watched us before. Yeah, or no, he to the show no, he likes it yeah? because he he actually walked in the shop and had a gut Brendan about something because he knew about Brendan from our conversations. <laughs> oh, there you go. I love it when uh, when our fans meet. Yeah, um, and they start talking and they're like, oh, you know, um, like if it's creators, we're giving a shout out. And they're like, mm. oh, I heard about you on Geek Speak and stuff like that. So it's great to hear all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's that's great. Right. I'm Loving it. Anyway, giving, getting along, quick uh, shout out to Saurabh Del Rio. Yes. Um, a great bloke who runs Silver Fox Comics down in uh, Sydney or Melbourne. And uh, if you get a chance, Zombie Cities. Yes, that's right. Uh, pick it up and check it out. Very good uh, graphic novel. It's available through a lot of your comic shops down south um, and in good comic shops here in Queensland. So a big hello to Saurabh. Nice to talk to you at Supernova, mate. And also, we're going to give a special plug tonight to... Um, the uh, the Killaroo Gang Wars Anthology preview book. Now, it was a Supernova exclusive for Adelaide. Now, uh, Darren Close, the guy who runs, uh, he's the creator of Killaroo, and he runs Oz Comics, yep. the fantastic website we plugged. Steve was given it a plug last week. The little um, the preview book here is fantastic. Make sure you do pop along. You can probably hit Darren up to get copies. Uh, it's about $2 to grab, and it's great. It's, the money's going towards uh, publishing the anthology book. There's uh, a few pages in here. Now, there's a list of Gang Wars contributors. And I want to give a special shout-out to a couple of Toowoomba boys, including wow. Will McLaren and uh, our mate Adam Rose, oh, wow. who's in there. So good on them. They've uh, got stuff coming up in the anthology book, the Gang War- Killaroo Gang Wars That's anthology. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Darren's given them a shout-out at the front there. And there's a bunch of other great guys that we've talked about before, like Rob, uh, Rob O'Connor. Um, you've also got Steve Boyd on here, um, Connor Russell, uh, Arthur Strickland. Colin Wells, Trevor Woods, there's a bunch of them. You'll see all their work on the Oz Comic pages, their drawing challenges. Mm-hmm. And uh, so have a flick through. It's, it's all black and white, but there's some great artwork there, some really dynamic Aussie artwork. So good on you, Darren, for, uh, for getting those out and about. And uh, make sure you do pop along to your comic shops, your local comic shops, and pick up Killer If they don't have it, flip tables, stand there, <clears throat> scream, pout, do whatever you have to do to get your comic shop to order this great series in. There you go. So that's my Aussie comics pitch for the week, my rant. <laughs> what do you reckon, big fella? <laughs> Stand there at the counter and go, what the fuck, man? Where the fuck is Killaroo in here? Where the fuck is Winner City? What kind of comic shop is this shit? Yeah, get it in. You're not really an Aussie comic shop unless you stock Aussie comics. I noticed you've got a shitload of Archies there. Yeah, how's that selling for you, motherfucker? <laughs> um... <laughs> Actually, have a look around behind us, right on our, on our shelves here at Kaboom Comics. You'll see the Golden Age, Winter Cities up there, a couple of uh, Killaroos left. Sold out of Soldier Legacy at the moment, want more of those to come back in very soon. So, um, as, as I say, look, do yourself a favour, pop along to their websites, yeah. give them a, a bit of a look over, and you can't beat great Aussie books like this. Um, there you go. Now, make, make sure that we, uh, we thank you very much to Paul Mason this week, who uh, gave us a shout-out for uh, all of his fans to uh, let them know that we were going to be on... Uh, 
the, show, uh, the, the uh, late night show this, about, this week. Late night show. So That's yeah, fantastic. a big thanks for that, Paul. Tough. Thank you, Paul. Um, now moving on to the serious bit of the, th- the podcast I want to talk about. Yes. This week. Okay. I, let, I, let, I, let's let's push away all the bullshit. I gave you a copy of a documentary called uh, Just Superheroes. Yes. Okay. Now it's based on. Uh, now Brett, you haven't seen this, so you, no, I haven't. Feel Sit back and enjoy. Um, what we were about to tell you. It's a documentary filmed in America, and like they're down in, uh, like, uh, what is it, San Diego? They go right up to Vancouver and Brooklyn. Um, Orlando and all that, and they follow a bunch of real life superheroes. So people who go, dress up, go out on the streets, and try to fight crime. Now, this is true. These, these are actual people that these do are people. it. It's a, it's they a, don't have superpowers, though. No, none of them have they superpowers. mention that One a lot. guy thinks he has the power of God behind him or something like that. <laughs> that weird guy in Orlando. He, um, and, and he also thought he had uh, power beyond power. power what, whatever the fuck that means. Strength, guy, strength beyond strength, sight he, beyond sight. He calls himself Master Legend. But let's just get into this, right? Master so I, Legend. I, I started watching it with an open mind. A very open mind. Very open mind. Within the first couple of minutes, I'm on Facebook to you, Ginch, at work going, what the fuck? Like, this is... I was... Because re- we'd, we'd known about this for about 12 months. Yeah. And we'd been really sort of behind this project. And, the, the, you know, the website looks amazing. They yep. had some really great promotional material. And, uh, yeah, I was really behind Until this. Until you actually sit there and watch it. And... I don't know whether they did it on purpose as a piss take or yeah, the, the, edit, the, the, the editing the, of it. That and the people they chose. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, I've seen other things with... with uh, and there was a couple of them. The guy who dresses a bit like the spirit. Now, he was a normal down-to-earth, reasonably down-to-earth guy. Now, he goes yes. out... He's not running around the streets trying, you know, and dressed stupidly. He's got like a vest. He almost looks like a businessman, but he's got like a, like a domino mask and a, a old-fashioned pork pie hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but he goes out and he helps feed the homeless and all that kind of stuff. So he's doing groundwork like that. Yep. The ones they focused on were the guys who were over the top in like bright costumes and everything else. And they, and I'll be honest, I'm going to come out and say it. I'm sure they were mentally unbalanced yes. because the way they carried on, um, they were delusional. Right, and these guys played on them instead of the guys. Un- instead of the good, the, good, the guys the, the actually guys trying to make good. a difference. Who were yeah. out to make a difference? And so I was very disappointed with the documentary. I'll be honest. Um, and I thought you could have focused more on the people. And, and there were there were groups who, like every year, they they go they do. Um, at Comic Con, instead of going to Comic Con, they actually get all their gear together and go out and on go the out and help and, and feed uh, the poor. Which oh, that's cool. Which yeah. are on, it's only a block away from where the Comic Con. Uh, the San Diego uh, Convention Center is, yeah, where you can yeah. see just streets of people camped in the street. Yeah, they're, oh. they're all just, they're all homeless and stuff like that. I and mean, we know America's got a big problem. I'll be honest with you, you don't see it as much, at least here in our city of Toowoomba, you don't see it as much. Even in Brisbane, you don't see... Um, to, to the extent the, the, the of what you saw that, yeah, in that docker. It's almost covered yeah. over here a little bit, uh, from what I've noticed in Australia. It's mm. not as, as big as... It, like, when we were in America, you saw homeless people fucking everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, they, it, are they going for, like, real-life kick-ass sort of things? Some of these guys... <sighs> yeah, right? some I mean, of these like, guys oh, think they are, yeah. Guy, at the start of it, uh, was it Mr. Extreme? Mr. Extreme of the Extreme Justice League. Now, he's yeah. in San Diego. This is a guy that um, I- I'm probably in better shape than he is. Oh, okay, and physically. Now, this guy goes out, and he, he he's literally trying to stop muggers and everything else. Now, a show that followed along, he had a, one of those training dummies in his house. He was like, this is how I, I, I w- attack people in the street. Now, I, I'm giggling and snorting while watching this because this guy ends up trying to, to... I don't know whether he's biting it or kissing oh, it. Oh, God. And he's trying yeah. to headbutt it and yeah, everything else. Right. Right? Then it follows him later in the documentary as he goes to a... Uh, he's a white belt in, like, in, in, in some white martial belt. art. <laughs> so he's a white belt. Okay? He's a white belt, which essentially is I signed up for karate. <laughs> That's what you get with the pyjamas. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. He rocks up. 
and there's a grappling contest, and that's what he said. I'm going to prove myself. He got his ass handed to him, mm. flat out. And this guy's out on the street, and the cops, the way the cops are treating, and they interview some play. Like the shocking part, though. So you, like, you've got the idiots, right? This guy, uh, Mister Extreme. You've got Master Legend in Orlando. Now he's definitely mentally unhinged. Yeah. This guy. He's got a... He goes, check out my weapons. I've got an iron fist. It is a round cylinder of metal with the end welded over that he slips onto his arm. Oh, no. And you know, like if he hit anything with that, he'd bust his knuckle. He'd, he'd break his hand. But so this is his weapon for busting should indoors. Should the police be arresting these people just to protect themselves they from self-harm? Should. They probably should. But then you flip to the guys up in Brooklyn. Mm. Now, they were uh, like a collective of guys. I don't agree with their methods. They had this thing, what the, like a bait... Yeah, bait patrol, they bait called patrol. it. So what they do is they dress uh, like the girl in the group up uh, in a seductive clothing, put her out on a street corner, and if she gets accosted, they step in and do a... Um, Citizens, citizens arrest, arrest. Oh, at no. two, two or th- two, two, three, two, three o'clock three in, in the morning, morning, right? So they have other people posted around the area yep. watching, and they've they're all got radios on, and so they're like. But the thing is, they purposely go out and try and entice this kind of. Thing. But the other guy is openly uh, gay, yep. so he dresses up and he's overtly gay uh, and trying to get someone, you know, like to trying to hate, d- trying to get crime. a hate crime, okay, yeah. so that they can. Which I get kind of where they're going, but. To me, it's entrapment, and you're asking for trouble. You don't go out and ask for trouble. Yeah. So that was disappointing. It's like it's like leaving your car unlocked or leaving your house unlocked, and then going deliberately. Well, yeah, like going, going. He stole my car. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What really uh, surprised me there, though, is they were talking about the uh, the Brooklyn Police Department mm. and how it came out. Uh, there was there was uh, was it video footage or uh, audio, audio audio recording audio, of it recording of the Brooklyn Police Department saying, "Don't worry about cracking down on proper crime. Just get numbers up for small petty stuff, so we can fudge the numbers." Now they proved it when they had rung the police multiple times about a drink driver they'd apprehend, like they. Kept him detained. He swiped, swiped, swiped a car. car. Yeah. Yeah. They had it on footage and everything else. They called the police, right? After about, what, half hour, the cops finally rocked up. Didn't even stop. Uh, These guys were chasing after him going, Waving him we're down, here, yeah. we're here. Stop, stop, stop. The cops kept driving off. They ended up taking this guy's key, car keys and his address and posted his keys back to him the next day. Uh, so to keep him off the streets from uh, having an accident and killing anyone, that kind of thing. Or himself. Or himself. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll hand it to him for that. That was great community work. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the bait. The baiting kind of thing, and um, the, 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 the legalities of that when they went and inter- interviewed someone in law enforcement. Yeah, exactly. Like it do, that doesn't really hold up. It's entrapment essentially. But yeah, it doesn't say much for their local law enforcement. Oh no, it doesn't. I tell you, it's scary because uh, you know you travel to these places. You would hope you'd be safe, and when you hear what was it? Uh, they've got nine officers. nine people for. What was it like a, a nine hundred thousand? Nine hundred thousand or something like that. Essentially, wow. there's nine officers for that. It, it was be some like ridiculous. Five cops in Toowoomba, wouldn't it? Essentially, essentially yeah, for the whole yeah. whole Bloody of Toowoomba. Hell. You know, imagine that in Brisbane. So it's it was pretty scary when you hear that. Another guy, he um, I think he was in New York, wasn't he, or Washington, or something like that. And he goes to parks where he knows there's drug dealers, him and, and and a couple of his mates. They film it, then they go up with a megaphone and a bright, you know, like spotty mm. spotlight, and they say, "We've got you on film. You're selling drugs. Leave the park now, or we're going to go further with the police." Yeah. So I, I I get where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, he gets accosted. He's uh, you know, he's been threatened and everything else. But, but he he's an actual. Um a personal trainer himself, yeah, and and is a hand to hand combat. So he's been trained, yeah. but I mean, still, it's dangerous kind of stuff. Oh, we, don't, you know, we certainly oh, yeah. don't say do that here. But uh, I, can, I day, can understand why he's doing it, though. Pop along, check out the the documentary yourself called Superheroes, right? 
tell us what you think. And do you agree that, um, like, I mean, you know, I, I still say, I think it was filmed a bit like a piss take. It was meant to be a documentary, it, I would have but loved they took to have, the piss out of it a yeah, little bit. I would have loved to have seen the, the real serious good side of it. Yeah. But it seemed to be easier to do a piss take of yeah. the situation. But what we want to talk about tonight is, what would you do? If you were to become a real-life superhero, who would you model yourself on? What would you call yourself, maybe? And what would, you, what would your gimmick be? Now, Ginger, I don't know about you, but I would probably... You know, the guy who was a bit like the... the uh, a bit like the shadow or, or the spirit. You know, yep. he had the hat and the, and the mask and everything else. I would probably do that. I wouldn't go getting into spandex or anything else. I would probably uh, kind of, you know, your combat pants, mm-hmm. shirt, and the mask and the hat. You know, because honestly, you've got a, a full face mask or a mask covering half your face and a hat, you blend into the shadows and everything else, right? Yep. That's, probably, that's the kind of thing I'd go for. Yep. Dark, probably like a... Uh, like a black kind of costume all the way through. Yep. Um, I don't know about a name. I haven't really thought that far ahead. Maybe the Toowoomba Adventure or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But I would probably do more what that other guy was doing. I, I wouldn't be out patrolling the streets trying to break up street crime. Because you know what? You get stabbed or chopped pretty quick. Yeah, but yep. you wouldn't model yourself on an idiot. So No, I would probably use it more of community awareness. And I would be definitely doing things like, you know, the helping... You're a mascot. The, yeah, essentially, and helping the, the poor. You know, I'd feed, help feed the poor and do the, the, the drives that they do, you know with all the supplies and all that. That's more what I would kind of do, and probably community safety awareness. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I, I, I reckon it'd be, well, for a start, I'd have to lose like 50 kilograms, <laughs> you know, because there's nothing worse than a really fat superhero. There's I a mean, couple of them in that documentary. Let's be honest, right? But if, if, if I was a, a, you know, well-proportioned gentleman... We're not saying in the uh, downstairs department. Yeah, shush. And um, <laughs> I, I, I would call you the Cock Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> and He'll be- hit you with his gigantic swing. I think that would make him a villain. <laughs> <laughs> like Cock Knocker out of uh, Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> I, I reckon something like uh, motorcycle leathers. Like, uh, le- the, like the 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 almost almost like Daredevil. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Black le- uh, and, but, and but, like I mean, I'm trying to go low key. You're go- kind of going fuck. It, I'm going to dress up and look like no, I'm a well, superhero. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is right. You have a black motorcycle. Yep. You have a black uh, leather outfit. Can you ride a motorcycle? F- I've got a I've got a, a motorcycle learner's permit. Have you? Yeah. Can you ride there? You know what? Hey, guess what? I had a fishing license for a couple of years. Didn't mean I could fucking fish. <laughs> right? And the full face mask um, motorcycle. Answer the helmet. question. Can you ride a motorbike? I, uh, I can. I can you? Well? Uh, well. <laughs> I can ride it. I Not could. Well. Can you? You can. Yeah, I grew up riding motorbikes. I grew up on four wheelers and shit like that. But yeah, two, no, two that, wheels? That no. doesn't help you. No, it doesn't really help me. I want one of them trikes. Yeah. <laughs> do you want the one where, where the Toowoomba Avenger rides in on his trike? Do, do you want the one where it has the the one wheel at the front or the one wheel at the back? Because those really brand those new, new ones, ones that have, have got the, the one wheel at the, the back. Front. I don't yeah. know. I'm but, a bit of a mong kind of uh, bloke, so probably the, probably the more with you know, the two one, wheels at the front. Yeah. yeah. But, and and the full face mask uh, motorcycle helmet, I reckon, would be enough to protect your head from. You know, from stabbings or or, or if someone, or if you're not really head. good at riding the motorbike, coming you'd, off it, you know, it's probably going to save you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you do. What would you call yourself? I don't know, man. Um. Ginger Ninja, <laughs> <laughs> the Midnight Avenger, or you, the, you know, you, you could be Midnight. The, you could be. So, you could. Uh, you'd have to spin it something like uh, Knight Rider or something like that. You know, it's already copyrighted. Mate. David Hasselhoff's got that. No, but there's a song you can. You can just play the song. Well, no one knows who you are. You've got a mask. What would you be? I don't know. Well, I can only think something on the spot. Would you wear a cape? No, because... Would you have like a shield on the front, a bit like a Superman kind of thing? Because you're such a Superman nut. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty cool. I seen a jacket the other day that you could use. is the Superboy jacket. Did really? You? Yeah. Did you probably wear something like that? Yeah, Would you go more the kind of almost street 
level clothes, or would you go like ginger with the motorbike kind of gear? Oh, or? Would, would you would you would you be a symbol, or would you be someone that can? Would you hide be pro- in the Would you be going out trying to kick some ass or break up some? No, I think the mascot route's a bit safer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. See. I'd like to to be on the bike and patrol, yeah, and see if and uh, just patrol to see if you could see well, anything you know, happening. Now, you two are both gingers, right? Mm. Brett's probably brighter ginger than you. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon we call him the Red Devil, <laughs> right? Do you reckon? And red he just devil. Has to, and he has to wear red spandex. I'm going to call you. Pants. Oh, I'm going to call you Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider. Right? That, that doesn't sound gay at all, does it? <laughs> yeah, and, Midnight Rider. And, and, yeah, and, uh, Midnight Rider. <laughs> And have the music play, the Midnight Rider, as you <laughs> pull it through the streets on his bike. <laughs> Followed by his mate who's riding a trike, he's the Midnight Rider. <laughs> no, Wait, well, we'll have a, a com- whole a, show right here. There's a comic book right there, man. And then, get, no. Oh, and we'll team up with the Red Devil. With the Red Devil. And the Toowoomba Avenger. And someone needs to be the cameraman. Yeah, we'll, we'll call him Russell Dan for that. Yeah. I remember when you had your old car and then you upgraded. We didn't we reference it like the the grey ghost and the silver bullet when mm. you went to the new car. It mm. was too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. There you go. The silver bullet. Silver bullet. Yeah. And it used to be Rocket Man. The opinion that walks. Yeah, we've had a few kind of. He's more a super villain here in Toowoomba. <laughs> um, he's the only man who you really wanted to. You know, I, I don't like. I don't like wasting my candy at a movie. Like if I get Maltesers, right? Yep. I was going to full on throw him at this guy because he was the kind of guy who would, as the movie's playing and you're into the story, he's giving you a running commentary of his thoughts. It's like, if I want that, I'll buy the DVD to get someone who I want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. I want to listen to the director, not some jumped up little asshole talking about it while I'm watching it. Well, while we're on it. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) While you're on it. We're off. We're off. (laughs) We're off. Fuck the real life superheroes. Let's talk about ginseng. You're on it. We we, we need to bring up the fact that our cinema in Toowoomba has brought in... uh, Allocated seating. Allocated seating. Yeah. Not happy, Now, now you have to get... Now, you people in the big smoke might be used to this, but we're not. But... The thing is, it doesn't work. It, no. it hasn't worked. And it's horrible. And it hasn't worked. Yet. We've got people who work for the cinema who are uh, fans of ours and friends, and they've all told us here it has been an absolute failure. And they have to go into the cinema and tell people, hang on, there is a, such a thing called... break up fights. There's been fights yeah. over seats. Yep. So um, that's just something about us being up here in a regional city, isn't it, you know? But yeah, like the other day I went to a film, well, James Bond for the second time, Yep. and... I went to buy my tickets and the guy just gave me whatever tickets. It's like, mate, well, if you're going to have allocated seating, at least let me take advantage of it. And he said, oh, no, after lights go off, you can move. It's like, well, what if someone's sitting where I want to sit? Oh. Well, I said, just change those tickets for ones that I want. And he's like, okay. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what he should have done. You're paying the money. If you're going to have reserved seating, get the seats you bloody well want. And we, we've been told that the, uh, that cinemas now are trying to get rid of or get a smaller population of, of workers at the yeah, cinema at yeah. any one time. You know, there's no actual projectionist anymore. That's sad. They actually have, uh, like, they're training even the manager up to be able to go up and, and, and do the projection. Just turn so, it on. Yeah, turn it on, because now it's all digital, so they turn it on and walk away. The person, um, the person who's the usher is actually the projectionist. Yeah. So let's have a quick but, chat about it. But is, that hasn't stopped them from screwing up films, because I've oh, been in films happens. where there's no sound, or yep. the the proportions on the screen are out. <sighs> yeah, this is with the digital and, stuff. And the, too, bi- the biggest thing that I'm... Uh, I've stopped going to movies in cinemas... 
because... Is this because I, ca- I keep not inviting you, or...? Or that, that too. <laughs> I'm but, sorry! But also, is that the fact you that... You snore when you fall asleep. Pe- shut up. People <laughs> talk you during movies. stealing my popcorn. And there are no ushers that... Remember... And touching when, me in inappropriate places. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've actually found that with allocated seating now, you can't control which dickhead you're sitting near. No, because yeah. that's the thing. If it's a packed se- session and you've got some idiot beside you, you can't just get up and move into another row. You're stuck there for the whole movie. It's a packed session. Like if you Beside walk in there and, there and there's the, the back row is full of bloody teenagers. Yeah, your And you think, no, oh, fuck, here we go. And you just happen to unfortunately get seats in front of them. You can't do anything about it. You're stuck and, there. And there is no usher. Remember when we used to go to the cinema usher. as usher. in high school, ushers would come in like every 15 minutes yep. and just check to make sure everything's right. Now... Because they've taken away how many people work at the cinema. Yep. Uh, the they're usher- off cleaning an empty cinema yeah, while fl- you're watching the movie, and then like they're not coming in to do their rounds and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So they're, f- they're flat out being able to do what they what they are can. Are we do. grumpy old men here on the, no, on the Geekspeak no, Live podcast? No, the world's going to hell. I, I, I would have thought I would have thought <laughs> that would have been a prerequisite to make sure that that the people paying the dollars are yeah, happy. Are happy. Yeah. And it's not an experience. Stay at home, get a big screen TV, get a good sound system, blackout curtains in your lounge room, and I tell you what, you can pause it, get up, go for a slash, yep. have a meal, whatever yep. you want to do, have a quick bit of nookie with your missus. Uh, if you, you know, if, if, if uh, Ryan Reynolds gets his shirt off halfway, she gets a bit, mm, uh, hello, how's your father? <laughs> and you can go, hang on, honey, pause, let's take advantage of it. <laughs> You know, I'll think of Scarlett Johansson, you think of him while we're going at it. But that's there you the go. thing. Cinemas need to make it an experience to keep going. We Be- do not recommend that you dream of other people when you're making love to each other, okay, fans? Please do not blame us if your marriage or and, your, or your relationship you, breaks if, up because of us. And if you do, don't say it out aloud. No, for during. the love of God, if you're banging your missus and her name's Rachel, do not scream out, oh, Scarlett, oh, Scarlett, I love you. <laughs> do not. It's not pretty being there, done that. <laughs> File, file the divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Tell us, uh, if, you, if you want, give us a bit of feedback. Do you, are you the same? Are you kind of over the cinema, the so-called cinema experience today? Are you going to see less films on the big screen, or are you picking and choosing that it's going to be a massive blockbuster? I mean, like a couple it, years ago. It's not special anymore. We, we no. went nearly every movie that came out, we were going every week, yeah. weren't we, Ginge? Yep. Every single week. There was a period Brett, there we were doing we're the going, same. Yeah. Um, today, I pick and choose. It's got to be a big hit now for me to go along. And, it, you know, it, a lot of it has to do with the experience of it where yep. people are talking during movies. And, and it's not just young people. And it's we've told people, people up the cinema that we would like to see Gold Class up here. So if it is a good movie, that we want to have a good experience. Have, yeah. get, have some drinks, have some food. That's the kind of thing. Like Every cinema should have a Gold Class facility or something yeah. like that. But anyway, tell us on the Facebook page. Let us know uh, what's going on there and uh, if you agree with us or you don't. Tell us. If you don't agree with us on something, tell us. Yeah. We won't tell you to go and get jumped or anything like that. We'll just kind of talk about you behind your back. Uh, no. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. There you go. What, uh, how are we going there, Ginge? We're, getting, is, is it... we're starting to get to the pointy oh, good end Lord, of the show. It's the pointy end. So I'll tell you what, we're going to have a, we, in a couple of weeks, we hope to get uh, special guest Nick Scottney on for yes. a podcast. Now, he's a guy who does, he does costuming and he's got a great little business called Airship Oddities. Makes funky little jewellery, little knick-knack stuff. Steam, steampunk He's inspired. coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, we hope to get Gibbsy back on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Brett, you'll be back in and out yeah, as, as soon as so. we go and get some IT news out yeah. of you. Real quick thing, I read Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 698 this week. Okay, now they're building up ready for number 700. After 700, they relaunch this Superior Spider-Man, okay? Okay. Do yourself a favour. There's a reason. Dan Slott, the writer, came out the other week and he said, anyone who goes on and ruins it online, if you're, if you're one of my, on my Twitter feed or, or Facebook or whatever wow. else, I will ban you for life. Okay? Wow. He came out and he said, I'm serious. Do not ruin the comic for me, uh, for, for, the, for the fans, right? Wow. Glad he did that. 
because uh, I picked up an issue of it this week. Read it. Oh my god! If, you, if you're a bit of a Spider-Man fan, you just want a good story with a twist at the end. Pick up Amazing Spider-Man six ninety eight. It'll throw you for a loop at the end of it. And I'll tell you what. I sat there mouth open, got straight on to our pal Gibbsy, who's a massive Spider-Man nut, and he was like, dude, thank fuck you finally read it. I've tried to talk to my wife. She's like, Jason, piss off. I'm not interested in listening to you about this. <laughs> he couldn't talk to anyone at work. They're like, dude, you're talking about comics. It might as well just be, you know, you're talking about um, physics or something like that. <laughs> so he, he was hounding me for about two days, like, read the comic, read the comic. And I gave in. I went, yes, okay. And then after I read it, I went, you were fucking right. Yeah. an amazing book. So. so is it launching into a Marvel Now title? It, it's relaunching under the Marvel Now relaunch, <laughs> yep. And it's, it'll be re, uh, renamed Superior Spider-Man, kicking off in the new number one. Um, we've got two more issues to go. As I said, that was uh, six ninety-eight. We've got uh, six ninety-nine and 700 to come out first. And apparently some major stuff happens in 700. So uh, do yourself a favour, get along to your comic shop, pick up Amazing Spider-Man 698, read it, tell us what you think. I loved it, thought it was fantastic. Cool. I watched uh, Comic Book Men for the last couple of weeks, I've, I've caught back up caught on back my up television. What are you thinking? Oh, loving it. Loving it? Although it, it, the, the series is very different from last series. And the show's different that. too. The sh- well, they, they, they've they changed the shop around a bit. They brought in. A, they got. They got more. Uh, more of a uh, counter area there now. Yep. And pushed it towards the back of the shop. I can understand why they did that to get away from you that know front pe- door area. Pe- yeah. People walking in, in and, and out. Camera. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll, I'll run away now. <laughs> yeah, but, I can get that. Uh, the, the show is very much different. It's not just about people coming in and out of the shop. It, it's also them doing activities. Well, and the, the episode I watched today, which is the latest one this week, Kevin Smith's doing a signing in store. And he was there with Muse. Muse yeah. acted as his security guard, essentially. <laughs> Did you see that guy came in? He had a tattoo of, of James Holland Bob on his back. Yeah. He got both of them to sign it, and then he went and got that tattooed. So, uh, interesting we stuff. We talked about that. Yeah, I was never going to get it. I was never going to get a tattoo like that yeah, and get someone okay. to sign it. No. Fuck that. I don't like pain. I'm allergic to no, it. No, but I thought you were going to get, like, if Jim Lee drew Batman on you, maybe. Oh, I'd be tempted then. Yeah. No, it'd have to be Todd McFarlane. I sure do. I, I love Todd McFarlane's artwork. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nothing. You would get, his, you'd but, get his face on you. But no? I, I did like at the end of that episode of Comic Book Men where the, the guy that was the very last in line, yep. they gave him a voucher, a voucher for like a hundred bucks gave or something. him a big hug. Yeah. Kevin Smith oh, grabs him and gives awesome. him a big hug. So there you he go. He said, thanks very much for sticking around this long. Here's a voucher to use in store. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Comic Book Men Season 2. It's yeah. really, really good. Walking Dead Season 3, as I said, uh, mid-season finale is this week, and then we won't see it again until February, February 10th. Brett, any other shows you want to give a quick plug that you reckon has been good? Um, yeah, Revolution, don't watch it. Um, I, I said that's been good. <laughs> Wedding Band, Ginger was another great oh, one, yeah. check it out. Wedding Band. Wedding um, Band's good. Underemployed seems interesting. I haven't seen that yet, I'll have to get that off you. Um, Arrow, it's been yeah. hard to watch. I, 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 need, I need to catch up on that, because I really F- enjoyed the first episode it. of it. Fans yeah. are loving it. I have, I've got to give it another shot, another yeah, chance. I've, I've found it hard to watch. So, um, yeah. Oh, God, what else is there? Sorry. Well, well we're talking about a uh, wedding band, definitely uh, check that out. It's a good A uh, really fun show to watch. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I've watched um, lots of Law and Order lately, SVU. Really? I, I bought all 13 se- seasons that are out on DVD. Have oh, you really? Yep. Holy Why? shit, man. I don't know. I just started watching some of them. And they're hour it. episodes too, man. Yep. Brett, you're a sad, sad man. Yeah, well, they were 20, <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, 20 bucks for two at JB. So. <laughs> this is a story about real life. 
no, superheroes, <laughs> the Red Devil, Midnight Rider, and the Tomb of Avenger. These are their stories. I miss House and things like that. Yeah. And, well, and Game of Thrones isn't back till March next year. And so. The Office isn't the same now that Steve Carell's gone. So. Yeah. Who'd they replace him with? Because I haven't been watching it. Um, actually, just the in-house people. Um, oh, really? Uh, the guy that was. Um, Andy is the boss. Okay. Oh, right. Will Ferrell was in there for a while. That was awesome. Okay. Let's just get ratings up. Yeah. Okay. So, folks, we will be back same bat time, same bat channel next week. Ginge, where do you head along? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. You can listen to these on uh, Podbean or you can go along to iTunes and grab them on there as well. If you're in Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Brisbane and uh, New Zealand, keep an eye out. Season two of Geek Speak airing very, very soon. In so, Sydney, it's already started. In Sydney, awesome. it's already started, uh, and everyone else is following suit the next week or so. So keep an eye out. Look at your local times. Go to the if you're in those major uh, major cities, mm-hmm. uh, check it out. Go to their website, and you'll see the thing. We'll be posting on the Facebook page as soon as we find out definite times as well. Make don't sure forget, you watch it. Don't forget to hit us up on Facebook if you want to uh, add any topics to the podcast. That's right. For us yeah, to talk about something really cool you want opinions. to talk about next week. Um, let us know, or and even leave. on Twitter. Yeah, and, at and, Todd Bailey and, and at Wade Copson. And Lee, uh, put some reviews up on um, iTunes and that so other people know how cool we are. Yeah, they go, oh, thank you, Brett. Hey, someone's got tickets on himself. He thinks he's cool. We, we, I actually checked it the other day. We're five stars on, on iTunes. Hooray! <laughs> it's the five stars. Um, so, so apparently we've got people. There you <laughs> go. As I said, Geek Speak Live was back. Same back time, same back channel next week. Joining him on the podcast tonight was... Brett, the IT guru. Wake up some pots and pans. I've been your host, Tom Bailey. See you later, Australia.